I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, with the buzz. What's up, guys? Adam Carr here. Welcome back to Horribly Hollywood Single. I want to say it's the first episode back, season two. Do podcasts have seasons? I don't think so. I think they just go the whole time. But you know what? I'm going to be different. I'm going to be stupid. I'm a white guy in 2020. I'm going to say it's season two. Technically, it's episode 11. Welcome back. We talk about bad dates in Los Angeles. It's the lowest common denominator that we all have. Doesn't matter your gender, sexual orientation, or uh, how much money you have in the bank. Uh, None of us are immune to bad dates. We all have it. And uh, thanks for joining us today to commiserate and talk about it. I want to welcome back uh, special guest co-host Betsy Cox. We had so much fun last time. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Of course. (laughs) It's just, it's always a hoot with you. It's a hoot and a holler. I want to thank you. Uh, to my left here, uh, Lorraine Lopez. Just want to introduce her. Um, she's the Taylor Swift of comedy. Uh, she has uh, this hysterical podcast that I love. Lorraine Lopez loves. Ladies and gentlemen, please give up for Lorraine Lopez. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thank you Hi. for having me. Thank you for being here. This is so great. I, we were just talking before. You started your own podcast a couple months before this one started back in September. Mm-hmm. So because you're a couple months down the line, can you do any advice, anything that you've found uh... in your journey that I I can take just for the long road oh my gosh i feel like i have to do my homework I, i've gone mm. through some where i'm like let's just have fun and yeah not like you know <laughs> but no now i have all these like crazy topics just kind of yeah yeah i like to have some structure because i'm not you. that type of person i'm very loose oh yeah so but yeah i'm finding that that's my my Th- thing that's but, your jam yeah i go back and forth between let's just let's just see what happens mm-hmm. and then i freak out and get like an anxiety attack and i go no no, no let's let's just write it all down and <laughs> let me just uh maybe i'll say this here and i'm like you're you're manufacturing moments that's not real that's not mm-hmm. it's not the whole point <laughs> betsy anything from you yeah, I can just tell you guys, keep being yourselves, okay? So, Thank no. you. Like, do, do you. Be do you. you. Yeah. <laughs> we got uh, Jeff Grammit here in the booth. Jeff, of course, is our married voice of reason. Uh, he married his high school sweetheart, oh, wow. so uh, he never had to date in L.A., that lucky son of a... Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, I love you. It's uh, good to be here. Yeah, I always say that uh, I didn't date in L.A., and this is like my weekly horror film is watching uh, people who are from L.A. talk about what it's like to date here. I don't envy you guys, but no. I love the show. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. By the way, uh, you'll see I'm holding a mug today. Uh, we got some merch for Horribly Hollywood Single. I'm not really selling anything. I just wanted to look more like uniform, uh, kind of do the Einstein thing. Just I have my clothes set aside. Little coffee mug here. Uh, Heartbreak underscore TCL, new clothing line uh, company that's out there. Um, to me, it's like the equivalent of finding Netflix uh, at $5 because if you want like new shirts, if you want new things, um, Eddie, so awesome. Thank you so much for hooking me up. Uh, we want to start off today's episode with uh, the Single Society, Nikki Nelson. Um, I love reading this blog. I found a great uh, horror story from last night. So why don't I uh, jump us off here and we'll just get into it, okay? Let's see. This is called, One of my worst dating whores was with a real douchebag. Awesome. Wine, dine, credit card declined. Wonder where it's going to go. Let's see. I met Josh on J-Date. Anyone here ever do Mm J-Date? Never done J-Date. No? I dated a girl for uh, a little bit once. Nickname was uh, Virgin Lupus. Um, It was a real big (laughs) hit with the friends. Didn't go far. Didn't go far. Never, never had sex during that whole relationship, which is, to me that was it was something different. Yeah, huh. you know what I mean. How long was that relationship? Six months. Oh wow! What? Right? Different. Oh, she was broken somewhere. Not broken. No. Just, it was. She was younger. 
was serious. I was trying to say I'm more broken. That's what I try to. But you know, Betsy, uh, your word is uh, your word is truth. Um, well, she's married, I guess. She's you know. uh, <laughs> um, Betsy's married, so if she says it, it's true. Uh, Jade ate, and after exchanging pleasantries, he invited me out for dinner one evening. Typically, I like to keep first dates to drinks only because I'm not 100% sure we will have enough to talk about to last through the duration of a meal. Do you guys... Um, rain- 100% feel the same. Yeah. I hate... No, no dinner and first date. Right? That's a no. big... If you screw that up, you're sitting three courses, dessert. Yeah. They're trying to draw it out. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, oh, that's mm. bad. Especially yeah. one of you gets drunk. Yeah. I, I want dinner the first date. You I, do? I, yeah, I, you guys, it, if the date sucks, at least I'm enjoying the food. I need to like enjoy something. You need a quick <laughs> drink, you know, to go somewhere and you just get a uh, one drink, maybe to you just have an exit. Right. You're just like, quick, I'm gonna meet you. I don't give anyone my night complete night off. Yeah. So plus with the drinks, that's just a little bit. You might get a little loose. You might feel a little better, like easier talking to the person. Mm-hmm. Or do you make it a strict day date? Like coffee drinks, like there's no, no way. No, I do drink. Today. I have to have a. I like have to have, have a, a drink. drink, right? Yeah. yeah. Throw it back a little bit. Drink of choice, <laughs> Lorraine. What was that? What's your drink of choice? Um, the guy's gonna take you. out. Are you single or are you with someone? I now? actually have a boyfriend. Oh, you have yeah. a boyfriend. A okay, new. So it's a new thing. A new thing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mazel tov. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you're you. you're you're blushing. There, it's me. It's because you're saying <laughs> Betsy's got the red shirt. Those of you listening, Betsy's wearing a very red shirt here. I told her ahead of time. It gave me a Cameron Diaz vibe from like the mask. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Yeah, I, I felt like I, definitely. I felt like just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm blushing. I'm, okay. <laughs> He's blushing. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, not sure we had enough to talk about to last through the duration of the meal, but he insisted, twist my arm. Well, I hope, you know, she ordered the salmon mousse. Uh, Josh wanted to try a new restaurant that recently opened, and I graciously obliged. All right, well, that could be fun. Maybe it's something new. Tapas? I don't know. As I was about to leave for the date, I checked out the place on Yelp to figure out where it was located and what I should be wearing. I noticed the dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. That's four dollar signs, which on Yelp, you're probably thinking 80 to to $100 per entree. That's going to be, you know, that's a big pony. Whoa, okay, big spender. So she's probably thinking he wants to take me out, show me what he's got in the wallet, mm-hmm. maybe entice. I don't know. Is it, uh, it is certainly rolling the dice to drop that kind of coin in a meal for someone that could be batshit crazy, for all you know. But whatever. I'm worth it, right? We sat down, and Josh immediately asked the waiter for a bottle of Pinot Noir. Without even inquiring about my dietary preferences, he ordered a plethora of appetizers, followed by entrees. And even though I insisted on being absolutely stuffed, the chocolate lava cake for dessert. Well, this guy's just decadent. <laughs> wow. As for the conversation, he was kind of a dick. All he spoke about was himself. <laughs> L.A., how successful he was and how much cash he pulled in at his fancy job on Wall Street. Okay, so typically this takes place in New York for this this story. Ironically, he also went on about his four roommates, all whom he couldn't stand. Total douche. Things took a turn for the worse when the bill came. The waitress came over and politely said, I am sorry, sir, this card was declined. Do you have another? With the way Josh was speaking, you would think he had a black card. He nervously rummaged through his wallet, and though he clearly had other credit cards, he claimed they were either his work cards or they were expired slash weren't activated. Because those are the cards we carry with us, the ones that are expired or not activated. Hmm. How convenient. (laughs) Josh looked at me. That's like carrying. I'm sorry. That's like carrying expired oh, condoms God. and just yeah. saying sorry. I, I didn't. You know, I can't cards. use these. But <laughs> you do just in, in my case. wallet right now. Is that and in case I have, you ever get mugged? I have two that are not activated. Okay. 
I activated them, you though, activated. when I lost my main credit card. Okay. Like, three weeks ago. I mean, I think that would be a good ploy. You know how they always say you should have, like, one or two dollars, like, on you? So if someone comes up with a gun and, like, give me your wallet, you just throw a dollar on the ground, they're going to be, like, focused oh. on that. And they're just, you're like, well, I can give up a dollar. But that's apparently a little... That's Whoa. genius. Yes, you guys have okay, never, never been mugged before, huh. so neither have I. I <laughs> the worst I ever had, I lived in Encino and my car got broken into. Big whoop. Uh, let's Same see. Here. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, cards weren't activated. How convenient. Josh looked at me, laughed, and said, oh, well, that's embarrassing. Guess I will just have to get the next one then. <gasps> How presumptuous. After I threw down my visa and parting with my hard-earned $340 for an average dinner with shitty company, he had the nerve to ask when I will be free to go out the following week. It only could have been better if he asked for a blowjob at the end of the evening. That, that, with that much presumption, you might as well just go, so you're, you're just doing me, right? I'm, we're good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. maybe she should have asked for it the other way around after three. That's insane. Crazy. He he completely sat down and ordered everything he wanted, completely disregarded, not even asking someone what kind of wine they like. What if she couldn't drink red? That's a sociopath. Yeah. It's very rude. It's Um, very rude. I also feel like he planned that. Did he not? Is that just me? I feel okay. I mean Yeah. Although that 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 does bother me. Sometimes there are people who are, you are with who just have zero self awareness. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes the people you True. go over to their house and you'll go, "Oh, hey, can I get something to drink?" And there's like no water. Like there's no there's nothing in the fridge. And mm-hmm. so you go, "What was your?" Sometimes I think about that. I go, "What was your game plan?" Because I'm here. Yeah. I I don't just look at people and go, "Hey, fi- uh, it's figure out the tap." I don't know. You want like you're like you have to plan ahead. Especially yeah. with dates. It's really interesting. Some people are just so selfish. Like, when people come to my house, I don't... It's not... What do you want to drink? What do you want to drink? Do you like, right? I Why freak do, out. I have everything. Yeah. And I don't drink. Uh, and too. I have, like, a full bar set up. Because I'm Same like... Here. I Yeah, please. Get, get drunk. Have fun. Yeah. Have at it. That guy was just totally selfish. I wonder if that's just... I mean, it's his way to get the second date. And also get a free meal. Well, because I've had other guests, too, on the show, women who have said that they've been, they've had to pay for dates before. And I just want to know, is this like a thing that you're used to? Because I would never Mm. have had the balls back in my single days to go, hey, you got this, right? Hey, by the way, you want to come back to my place? Because now you definitely got to be in the mood. That's never happened to me. I've never, I mean, of course, like dating while you're in a relationship, you know, you, you both pay different times, different, you know, but like never not on a first really? date. I, I, I dated a guy who was, and I don't even, I didn't even like him. I don't want to go there. He chased me down. Oh, yeah. And he was cheap. And he would be like, oh, I really want to take you to this restaurant because it's so nice. And then pay the up. bill. Better save up. And I am not the type of person that orders the most expensive thing on the menu. Right. But he would complain about the bill the entire way home, about how much money he spent. Is and he secretly a 65-year-old Jewish man? <laughs> <laughs> Oi! Why didn't you take the Splenda packets? No, I'm good. Thank you. That sounds wonderful. That is hilarious. 
hilarious. No, and I was, it, I, you know, the cheapness got so uncomfortable because it started becoming where I was paying for everything, and I was a waitress. You live with your dad for free. Oh, like, did he feel bad for that? Did he ever no. was like apologize? He was Never. fine with you. He didn't. No, and I told him I was like, you have put me in so many. Like, he took me to Vegas and uh, gave me a hundred dollars to gamble. It was my first time to Vegas. Like, I want to take you to Vegas. Go gamble. I gambled till five in the morning and drank at the table blackjack. I was having so much fun. On like the five dollar tables, I won like six hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my god! You Did know he ask he, for half of it? He took the. I was like, <gasps> I, you got, I knew it. He took, I it. he took the money. It. Yeah, the whole amount of money. It was okay, the worst relationship okay. of my life. I was like, I won all this money, and I was so poor. How does that even make and sense? He was like, Oh my god, you just paid for our entire trip. This <gasps> is amazing. And so he kind of, wow. in a way, he pimped you out for the evening. Yeah. You brought back your hard-earned cash. He yeah. said, great, thank you. I'm going to take it the rest of the way. You're going, yeah. well, what the hell is this? Yeah. How long did that last, that relationship? Six months. I got a he came home. Wow. Six months? Yeah, he came home with You're me so for my patient. birthday. He bought his own plane ticket. <laughs> I bought mine. He wanted to come home and hang out with my sisters and meet them. Um, and then when I broke up with him, he was like, I can't believe you broke up with me. Like, I took you home. <laughs> I took you home? Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I think I bought my own plane ticket. I took myself home. <laughs> this is like the kind of guy he would like you know, pay for half of your gas for your car and then he would go, by the way, you know, I helped you with your car. And you go, the the one, like... Mm-hmm. So it's better she realized and and not yeah. like let's cut it at the first date. Yeah, cut our she losses knew. at three forty. Can you like, imagine like figuring out alimony with this guy, like just ahead of time? I hate to say it. Sometimes we have bad dates, but it's wonderful because then that's someone you never have to get divorced from. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about alimony. I would worry about figuring out the water bill with this guy. That, that's terrible. <laughs> Electricity. By the way, you turned down the thermostat last night two degrees. So, I mean, really, it yeah. should be 20% more on your end. You're just like, what the hell? So Lorraine, Your shower was long. <laughs> that, the shower was long. Oh, my God. So, Lorraine, welcome. Uh, we talk about bad dates on the show. I love your podcast, Lorraine Lopez Loves. I think it's hysterical. I love how you talk about um, what we have in our love life directly affects our comedy. Like, to me, it also, to me, like, it, it affects so many things in our lives. So, uh, please take it away. Like, how you either came up with the podcast, um, what you love doing about it. And, of course, feel free to go into some bad dates, whatever you like. The yeah, floor is sure. yours. Okay. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, how I got into stand up was because I had a flood of terrible dates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I realized when I started doing stand up, I, I was never going to date anyone seriously again. Oh, look at I that. Did. <laughs> The series I is did. what you said. I that, was like, that I was don't. Like, it's it's like when Lisa Simpson decided she wasn't going to eat meat anymore. <laughs> like, you just gave me the real. That was, I that did. Was pretty big. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I'm done. Stand up is my life. And I'm going to talk about anything that I want. And of course, I yeah. love to go on dates. And I, you know, I love men. So I'm like, I'm going to still have that relationships, but they were never going to be forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But as I was doing it, it was like, you know, dates were always getting crazy and crazier and crazier. And I just, you know, put it out there. Mm-hmm. And also another reason why I knew I would never date again is because men don't want to date someone that's talking about all their love life and stuff. So Sure. Or I guess <laughs> the right one will be okay with it. Yes. The right yes. one will be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, it's funny because you talk about bad dates and everything. If you had had wonderful, fantastic dates, there would be... In my opinion, like ninety five percent, none of your material that you have amassed, right? I mean, it's, yeah, no, we don't, 
we don't get stuff from the good. We get stuff from the bad. That's kind of like what we, really we do. pick away from it. But I, I think right now, because I am I am in a serious relationship, mm-hmm. which I never thought it was going to happen, but it did because I wasn't expecting it. And I think that like at this point, it, it just evolves and it changes. So yeah. now from like bad dates, it's going from like just other things. I'm talking about bugs sure. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about ice. I'm talking about, you know... <laughs> Uh, but also, I'll talk about my relationship as well. Sure. You know, I'm not being disrespectful, but I am, you know, he has to understand that this is, you know. It's part of your life. This is, yeah. This is, he has to conform to my life. Just oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, just kidding. The same as, you know. Right. I try to make it clear, no matter what I say about my fiance, I want to make sure everybody knows I'm the crazy one. Like yeah. she's she's living with a mental patient. Basically, <laughs> like I, I shaped up. I'm you know I'm presentable now. I uh, you can take me out. Uh, yeah. You know I, I've 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 I think adapted to living in captivity now. I'm really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think sometimes I'll, I'll say stuff and I just want to make sure it's it's me who's mm-hmm. very nuts. And I just I found someone who could really yeah. I think stand me and love me and put up with me. And then I'm just you know I held on like cold death. Mm-hmm. And then I, I put a ring on it, and I was like, that, yeah. "This is it." Gotta, I mean, come on. So definitely. Anyway, so and how long's your relationship? You've been with him now five months. No way. <laughs> it's a long time. It's a long time because you, you know I, I have not been in any kind of serious situation yeah. in a long time. Um, for like Good probably for five years. So oh, nice. Yeah. So it's been it's been fun, but it's true. He is probably we're complete polar opposites, and he does make me think in different ways and it's it's actually making me better makes makes you grow yes because you're not getting um i think what helped me a little bit was i finally met someone who if i had my old tricks or like my crap that i would my my bag of crap right Mm -hmm. that you would just be like oh i'll do this now and she would go no 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 you we don't we don't do that in adult yeah. relationships. Yeah. And then I go, oh, we we don't. Uh, oh, uh, and then she'd be like, and you don't have to be so dramatic about stuff. Like let's just let's just tone it down a bit. And I go, yeah. oh, oh, okay. And then it kind of is it you, you de-hulk. Like you you kind of realize, oh, I can I can be Bruce Banner and still have a wonderful time and still kind of be me. I don't know mm-hmm. what your experience has been. Um, but, I feel like with with weirdly with him because I feel like when I'm with him. And this sounds crazy. I don't know if I've ever said this out loud to anyone. I'm the funniest. (laughs) (laughs) Now it all becomes clear. (laughs) When I'm behind closed doors and no one can see me, I am hilarious. Please tell me you have a journal. You're just every night, you're just like, by the way, this was the funniest I've ever been. Oh my gosh. I'm so, that's that's so wonderful because it was such a good pause. I don't know what it is, but I do feel like he brews something about it. Like, I can roast him. Like, I can, like, I don't even know. And I have comebacks. And it feels like all night long I'm, like, doing a set. I'm I'm doing crowd work. I'm pulling. He's dying. It feels good. And I'm like, how is this? And I keep getting inspiration from stuff. And I'm like, this is really good. Yeah. And nothing's crazy is happening. Like, he doesn't. I I like, I usually like to party. I love to drink. I like to Mm -hmm. go out. And he doesn't really drink, and he's, like, a little more mellow. Um, so I've been pretty well. I've been good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mellowed. I mellowed out a yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh, after, yeah. There was just nothing. Uh, yeah. Or I've, I've worked around it. I'll be, like, when I'm going to meet him, I'll make sure I'll take a couple shots. 
Yeah, I'm like, hey, go. what's up? You know, still, just, yeah. You know, you just, can't. As Bill Burr said, yeah, you, you you turn down the heat, but you don't take the pilot light out. No, let it's it still there. It's still there. It's that part of you yeah. that he fell in love with. Yeah, you know? yeah, okay. exactly. So uh, this, um, as I say, it's not like a real feel good podcast, or we're not trying okay, to dissect yeah, no. why you do what you do or whatever. But we just want to tell you, uh, feel free, um, complain, blame. Throw out bad dates. Yeah. Oh. Uh, anything. Anything. And any anything goes. Okay. Uh, and if you know, please. I do. I have one date that I went on. I am a big advocate of dating apps. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, did so you much. meet? I the, met him on Hinge. You met him yes. on Hinge. Mm-hmm. There we go. And and um, I met this other guy. This was a while back. <clears throat> Actually, before I did stand up. Okay. And we were talking. We went out to a bar. We had a couple of drinks. He was definitely socially awkward, but that's definitely, like, my type. I love someone that's kind of, like, just not super cool and, like, suave. And he couldn't make eye contact with me. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. I like this, you know. <laughs> and we were just having a – I thought we were having a great day. It was yeah. fine. And as soon as we were done, we walked out. We only had, like, a couple of drinks. And as soon as we walked out the door – he just like I we opened the door and from there he just started sprinting, and <laughs> yeah, I know and I was like had didn't say anything and I was like what's happening and I yelled and I'm like hey where are you going <laughs> and he was like as he's running he looks back he's like I'm going to Vons and I was like okay and that was it and I and I saw him and it was like a good mile ahead just sprinting he did a running ghost. You did a running ghost. Did Is a that running a thing? Ghost. Not even a phone thing. Nothing. I had someone who did a driving ghost. Uh, I, I apologize. I talked about this in the second episode, but someone who I met had coffee with, and then she did the, oh, no, I have to get my sister, her kid needs something in the valley. I have to go. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I, and I totally just took that as she wants to leave. Awesome. And she was like, but hey, let, let's continue like talking, do you want to? Um, I'm going to the valley. Like, do you want to follow me? And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'd love to. We go out with our cars, and then I get at the stoplight. I get stopped, and she just goes in the opposite direction of where she said to go, and just speeds off. And then I text her like, "Hey, are uh, am I still following you?" Never responds, and ghosted me like that. Never again. Now for the rest of my days. It's a, it's a great, it's a great ghost <laughs> because she couldn't, I guess it was, it was because I was right there or whatever, but she was like, no, no, let me still not try to let you down. So not so yeah, hard, but then she just drove off and gunned it. And then I texted her like a week later and I was like, Hey, what happened? She's like, Oh yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. And I'm like, Oh yeah. So we could have established that without me this getting in a car. That's but, weird. But the running, the, the running, running away, was... I gotta go to Vaughn's. Avon's ghosting. Yeah, and I didn't hear from him. And I was like, really? Like, I mean, it was kind of, it was very depressing. I was like, oh my gosh. How how embarrassing. I I mean, it was, yeah. You're standing there. I'm screaming, hey, where are you going in front of other, like, it was, there was people around. And I just got into my Uber and I was like, take me to Lucifer's Pizza, my favorite pizza place. And got a bottle of wine. I went home and I just was like, wow, this is, am I that terrible? And I, and then I got a, a text message from him two weeks later, and he was just like, "Hey, how's it going? Just wanted to touch base. Nothing like nothing happened." And fuck you, I, fuck right? you. That's like, uh, and it's so weird. And I asked him, I was like, "Hey, so I just want to know, like, why did you run away?" 
And he said that he had a lot to do that day, and his he was had a, he was going like, and I was like, common yeah. decency and uh, just talking I mean, to people really tough when you're busy. It's crazy. And then after the fact, and I was like, okay, well that's interesting, blah blah blah. And then he just started saying disgusting stuff to me after that. It was just like, oh, I want to do, blah, and I was like, this God. is just so. What kind of panties are you wearing? Yeah. Just to, oh, come on. I'm like, this is I, how. What was this supposed to be? Like, what do you want from me? Now it's just <laughs> now it's just turned into this really trashy booty call of a. Yeah. So we dated for two more months, but um, it didn't work. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Left your Betsy Center like we were six guys, six months with the guy who took her Vegas winnings. I was like, I I don't, I don't want to judge. We've all stayed in things. You're like, I'm intrigued. The cheapest. I know. Why do you say when you feel so guilty? You're like, oh, I don't want to be with you, but. But this was also before I started stand up. But I feel like when I started doing stand up, Mm -hmm. and I would date people, and weird shit would happen, I would be like, hmm, maybe I should go out with them again because you're just like intrigued now because you're always like open to funny stuff, and you're like, this could be interesting you kind of you it's know. really weird you kind of get a, a little addicted to those moments yeah. of like oh this is like an episode of curb like mm-hmm. it's just kind of yeah. out there yeah. it's outlandish and no one's gonna believe it and did you grow up here yes did you okay so it's mm-hmm. i think you didn't grow no, up here right no. where'd you grow up again? louisiana New louisiana Orleans. all right so i grew up in cleveland like to me it's the most fun when you have stories like that to talk to people from back home who are just like that would never that would never happen yeah but here so in the crazy quagmire of this dating social scene, it, it is just that's a that's a regular thing. I would go, oh yeah, that's very LA. Yeah, I wouldn't think of that even in New York, but I would be like, oh LA, totally. Mm-hmm. All this weird stuff started making me think, okay, these people could be serial killers. Like I was getting, I got into my husband's car and started pulling my hair out. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Hey, you talk about this. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, that is weird. You, uh, yeah, you, you really Rapunzel that. Yeah. <laughs> you let that hair go everywhere. You, you did have yeah. one date, one guy you were dating that was like acting as if he were your therapist. Oh, gosh. Because <laughs> that one we want to like, sleep with more than our therapist. I mean, I was like, wait a minute. She's telling me, she's like, no, he's really nice. I'm going to go out with him again. And I was like, I, it was weird because the first day he was asking me so many questions about past relationships. Why are you single? Like, this is, you know, you seem like normal, but what's wrong with why you? Why are you so broken then yeah. to be single yeah. would be the, why are yeah. you so, that's, that's, and, and I was like, kind of like, you know, at that moment, I've, I've done enough dating to know not to talk about my past dates on a date, sure. you know? So, so I'm like trying to be good. And finally, <laughs> it, like the first day was fine. And then the second day he was, I started talking about my dad. I was sort of had tears at one point and he really got to because he kept digging and digging and digging and doing his clinical hours during this day yeah he wasn't i mean he he actually worked in like um i don't even know what he did he did something in commercials or something so it wasn't even anything into like therapy but like the last day he was just like you know this is really like you're broken and you don't know maybe one day you'll be okay you need to go to a therapist and you'll find the right person and I was sitting there like oh like you did this to me (laughs) and and then we walked out and I remember him being like hey so this was so fun so when can we hang again and I was like are you kidding me is this is this is this what you want to break a woman down so she like like shit yeah and then Hey, you want to go out again? Yeah. I'm like, that really was great. This. Yes, that was so fun. No. Yeah. You should write down all the bad things that happened to you in your childhood so I can bring them up over dinner. Right? <laughs> 
Well, I was like, why didn't we ask him? Why are you single, weirdo? <laughs> Lorraine's like, yeah, I should <laughs> And the way we had our first date, he was like, I guess he had, you know, you could tell on your phone how many minutes you're on your phone, how many hours on sure. social media. And he was like, yeah, I'm on my on dating apps like 10 hours a day. I need to stop. And I'm like, okay. Oh. First of all, I need the red flags. I should have seen the red flags quicker. Sure. I went on four dates with this man. Oh, no. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I, I give you credit. You at least tried to see if there was most people within the first 10 minutes say, eh, it's not working out. Yeah. I don't think but so. But it was, you told me this story about it. It was interesting that he sat with a group of friends <gasps> yes. going through dates, like swiping. Like on the and- TV. They had it on the big screen and all his girlfriends were like, uh, no, they're like, yeah, all my friends, they said, all <laughs> oh my girlfriends my. picked you. They thought you were super cute and they thought you were probably going to be fun because you do stand up. And then I was like, oh, this is weird. You're just who? I don't know. You were selected in the I Hall of so Shame. Yeah. Would you like to exactly. give more she jokes? looks broken. <laughs> she must, she's a stand-up comedian. She must be broken. Oh, my gosh. How weird is that, though? <laughs> Could you imagine, like, sitting and being like, eh, let me raise my... Let me like, just go over going this. through so people, weird. like... And also, what's wrong with you that you have to have all these people who are like, let's all help you yeah, what is this find your, a... Yeah, it's just weird. Your, your, your super pack of... People who tell you awesome. I'm sorry, that's so, that's just. I feel like if I ever tried something like that when I was single, I would have gotten hanged. Like, I would have just been beheaded, and women would have been like, what the hell is wrong with you? Who who is this guy? I want to know where he grew up. I mean, you know what? I've been on so many dates up now, I don't even remember anyone's name. Mm -hmm. I. Yeah, I, I really don't. They're all I'm, subject they're A, all... subject B, yeah, whatever. I, yeah, it takes me a while. This guy, that's good. Yeah. Sorry. Jeez. Sat around judging you. Yeah. Hunger Games style. That's weird. And I had that was a thing where I was going through so many, so many bad dates that I was like, this is I'm okay with being by myself. I'm happy. I don't need, you know, unless some you know. Because it was bad. Yeah. For any male listeners under the age of 30 listening, uh, <laughs> if you go out on dates, um, stick more to yourself and less about your date, about maybe like why she has trouble or problems or um, that's uh, that those are major red flags. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't do that at all. Yeah. Jeez. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> Uh, speaking of red flags, uh, if we'd like to uh, pick up our cards here, this okay. is a little red flag section of the uh, podcast now. What we're going to do is we each read um, our red flags that we have out loud, and then we're going to pick, in the words of Step Brothers, what's your ultimate bugaboo, the one that you just could not, um, what's the word, be congruent with if you were going to be in a relationship. Okay. Uh, sometimes I say the wrong thing when I mean something else, so I do that kind of multiple times sometimes during the show. So if I do that now, uh, just uh, shout at me. Um, so uh, let's see. Betsy, you want to go first? Wanna sure. Want to some red flags here? Sure. Okay, I have to say which one. So read them all. I, okay. And then okay. read the worst one. <laughs> okay. Only speaks in horrible puns. There we go. Really, really hates children. Thinks you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I have heard some women say sometimes he thinks I'm ugly, but he says it really cute. So it's really funny. You don't know him like I do, but curious. Wow. What could I absolutely not take? Um, do you have the baby fever? If a guy said could, couldn't do kids, would it matter? No. Bother you? 
No, I have dog fever. You got dog fever. If if you couldn't do dogs, you're out. Like bye. Couldn't do babies. <laughs> Lorraine, um, what about? I, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, thinks you're ugly. Thinks I need someone ugly. to yeah. You got to attract yeah, to me. Yeah, that's yeah for sure. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, you're both absolutely beautiful. So I just like so thank you for being here today. First off, to make sure I get that right. Thanks, you're ugly. Never, not on my watch. Lorraine, you want to go next? Yes, sure. Um, is a mer person. That's cool. Is that like a merman? Yeah. Or merman? Okay. Yeah, merman. Is a mer person. Mm-hmm. Got it. Is always covered in ants. Hmm. Fun. And their pet name for you is trash bag. Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna say the pet name for trash bag is pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad, right? Right. I, I've, I've been through a lot, but that's if they yeah, abbreviate that's... it TB, and then we don't know what they're talking about. Um, <laughs> What's up, TB? Teddy Bear. <laughs> I found her in a trash bag, so name just kind of stuck. Yeah. Teddy Bear. Yeah, that's it. I tell everyone. <laughs> trash bag. Jeez. Dick. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. Death row inmate. Hey, you know, in the words of Seinfeld, like, when I come to visit her, that's a lot of power because mm-hmm. she's not seeing any other dudes. Mm-hmm. I show up. Yeah. It's like a million bucks. I could show up in sweats. She's going to love me. <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> uh <laughs> I was just imagining my fiance rolling her eyes and going, can we talk? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Owes the government $1 million. I mean, props to you if you got away with not paying taxes for that long. I got to talk to you. And then 0% sexually attractive to you. Wow. Oh. Will they still have sex with you if they're not sexually attracted to you? How does that work? Maybe once How? in a great while. I've had it done to me. So- <laughs> Where you haven't been sexually attracted, but still no. somebody... Or they weren't sexually attracted to you? I... That's, that's impossible. No, I'm pretty sure I was dating someone that was gay. Oh. So we never had sex, and I do feel like after the fact, I was with them for five years. Yeah. It took a while, and then after I was like, oh, people like boobs. Oh, this is cool. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> people do. Um, let's see... I guess, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll have to go with you ladies. 0% sexually attractive to you? I, I don't want to be, like, the, you know, pretty one in the relationship. I'm yeah. definitely not in mine. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, th- I've, I've got to know. I've got to have at least something. There's yeah, gotta be, for sure. you got to build me up a little bit. I, I feel mean, like even if you dated someone on death row, you could go hook up with them in that, like, trailer thing they supply. Yeah. You know, once and at least they're all be over hot. you. There's got to be yeah. some death row sex. <laughs> yeah. you got to talk about, it's like, great. Right. Yeah, it's probably the best it sex of your life. It's the best sex of your know. life. They don't know when they they're going to die. <laughs> They don't know if that. Oh, that's the so best. they make it good. Yeah, they don't know what's what's the thing. With, uh, I'm blanking on the word right now. Where you try to extend how oh, long oh, your uh, uh, yeah, percentage. it's uh, called edging. Is that right? Is it not edging? Uh, no, it's you. You redo your see, trial. It's like a re. They're trying to see if well, what is this? There's, there's so many podcasts now about people on death row, and, but like if they if they petition the judge to like either extend. Oh, like sentence. an appeal. An appeal. An appeal. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like yeah. if waiting out the appeal of a death row inmate, that'd be the best sex of your life. It's yeah. Ab- you don't even know. Absolutely, because you know when you're sitting on death row, you're like, I could die tomorrow. I'm gonna see him today. I'm gonna hook up like nothing. You know, yeah. I mean, that's what you're yeah. thinking. Everything you do better be to talking the about best. Like, sex before going off to war. And it's not yeah. forever. Sex before dying. Yep. 
Same thing. That's right. It's not forever. They're going to die. So, <laughs> so, you know, eventually you're planning your, your post game. Yeah. You're like, I can get out of this. Plus, you still look nice. Yeah. You're with the person on death row. They're like, oh, they, she stuck with them. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't leave. Yeah. Like, they didn't, they didn't let anyone else. You have a lot of your personal space. You get to do a lot of, like, your, you know. You know where they you. are. You do yeah. you. you. Yeah. You have to yeah. worry about anything. It's like dating a parakeet. You always yeah. know where they are. You do have to keep an eye out, though, when you go to the prison, because when they're gone, you're going to need something else. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> uh, give me this. All right. Uh, I'm going to throw out two guys' names to you, ladies. You tell me which one uh, sounds more appealing to you. I'm not going to tell you why. Uh, but either okay. a John or a Michael. Which one would you rather sleep with, a John or a Michael? Michael. Michael? I think a Michael, too. Michael? Okay, cool. <laughs> <clears throat> We're going to do a little F. Mary Kill. Michael B. Jordan. Michael Sarah. Michael Fassbender. Go. Michael B. Jordan would be your. I would do an F. Mary Kill. Oh, you gotta you gotta rank them. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, Mary. What's the other one? Michael Sarah. That's the one I would kill. Makes sense. Michael <laughs> Fassbender. Uh, that's the one. Oh yeah. Well, after what that, is that? After that, Mary movie. and Mary what? Uh, you'd F him. Oh yeah. You'd, okay. Fine. You do that. Yeah. Good. The bedroom. <laughs> yeah. What's that movie he did where he's seeing hookers all the time? I don't know. It's that. It's, it's a shame. It's uh, shame. Shame. Yes. Oh. Shame. That's uh, no. Do you really? Uh, shame. You shame. Yeah. You get full frontal Michael Fassbender. Really? Go. For I don't it. know who that is. He's uh, played Magneto in all the new uh, X Men movies. Um, he's let's see. He was in Three Hundred. He's the guy who says, uh, when the guy says, our arrows will blot out the sun. And he says, then we will fight in the shade. He has that cool moment. Oh, okay. He's Is he like, cute? Very, very cute. Very <laughs> okay. ripped. Very, okay. very, I think I picked right then. Okay, okay. Good guy. Jeff, back me up here. Michael Fassbender, he's F-worthy. Oh, yeah. I'm pulling up a photo now. There we go. Oh, he's yeah. hot. Okay. Maybe yeah. I should yeah, switch yeah, him yeah. to Mary. <laughs> no, watch, watch yeah, shame. Yeah, okay. Watch shame. Yeah. That's okay. all Okay. Okay. Um... Let's see. Damn, this is going to be hard. I know. So, Lorraine, you want to go okay. up next? You have Michael B. Jordan, Michael Sarah, mm-hmm. Michael Fassbender. Betsy already let us know what she's thinking deep down. Okay. But, I, Lorraine, you, you can blaze a new trail. I'm going to marry Michael Sarah. There you go. And Which movie, Michael Sarah? Isn't he in Superbad? Oh, yeah, Superbad. Okay. Yeah. He's so great. Yeah, he's so he just, arrested he development. He's like a nice guy. He'd be, yeah, he'd like be really good, awesome. You could have meltdowns and freak out on him. He'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to have some cream of wheat. You know, just going to relax right here. And I like like that vibe. That's like more of my type out of the three. Um, um, Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Say it, I know. It would be, um, you know, I hate to say it, but I think I'm going to do, you said Michael B. Jordan? That's right. Yes, I'm going to, yeah, fuck him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then I'm sorry, Michael Fast. Someone, I, he's hot, Fast but Bender? he's just—I can do without. Really? Yeah. There we go. Okay, you just—you just said you're gonna f my husband because I was gonna marry him. So let no. him fight. Let him fight. This is now the segment of the show. The two women fight. We throw some pillows in there. We have no idea what happens. I'm just kidding. Um, so okay, we did a little f Mary Kill. Uh, let's do a little um, just advice real quick, Lorraine. Let's say uh, you jump in a time machine. You're jumping back to uh, meeting hmm. you um, okay. when you're first getting into stand up, doing everything in this business. What advice do you give yourself about dating? I would end things quicker. I feel like 
you don't need to go on three dates, four dates. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you get a bad vibe, cut it off. I think save yourself some time. You don't, I, I think the more, like now I have no time that it's so, it's the most valuable thing that you have. It someone is. should not, which I learned later on that like, you know, if I was first dating someone, I would be like, I'll meet you before, after my stand-up set. I'll meet you, cool. but you don't have, like, you have to, like, earn that. And I think that's what I would tell you guys. Good for that's you. what I would want to You gotta know. earn yeah. that time. Yes. You know how screwed we'd be if, like, <laughs> I love if it. we were, if we lived to, like, 500 or if we were immortals, I just feel like dating would be even worse. It would be so worse because then people have this yeah. mentality of, oh, I have forever. And that's unfortunately, I think, what happens in people's twenties, where mm -hmm. they're just like, "Hey, forever, I, I, yeah. I feel great. Yeah. I, I don't wake up feeling hungover. I, when I, my knee doesn't crick after I go running for six miles, like there's certain mm -hmm. things. Age has a wonderful way of kind of slowing you down a little bit and going, "Hey, uh, you should really focus on the people that you spend your life with and how you yeah. want to grow old, because that happens to all of us. That's not, again, just like bad dates, not something that we're immune to. So that's uh, very profound. I really like that. Mm, thank yeah. you." You want to you want to pepper anything in on top of that? I know you said some stuff last time, but if uh, there's some anything advice. else, oh, oh, oh. make him work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working right now. That's it. I'm good. working right now. Good. Yes. You have to. People you are do like, it. women are crazy. No, we just keep you guys working, What's keep up? you busy. <laughs> yeah, you focus. No, that's good. Yeah, you true. dangle you dangle the carrot. I gotta yeah. tell you, the per, the right woman. Dangles the carrot that the guy needs. Yeah. Other than that, guys just go, ah, eh, screw it. Keep them working. They don't have time to turn their head to yeah. look at anything else. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I will tell you this. My boyfriend is the one that dangled the carrot. Really? Yes, he did. He held out in sex for a very long time. Held out on you? Yeah. No way. Do you mind me but asking how long? he told me, I mean, it wasn't that long, but probably like, like two hours. Yeah. Ten, <laughs> ten, ten dates? Ten dates. Ten dates is long. Right, is that not? Th that's long. That's a that's long, long time. But he even said he did that on purpose because me, he wanted to. By LA standards, that, <laughs> might as well, that might as well be six months. Yeah. Me holding out is like three dates. Okay. Betsy, okay. <laughs> I couldn't tell either. Betsy was thinking, "How do I want to respond uh, okay. to this?" You know, I. You know, the girl that's that you that waited six months. Yeah. That you dated for six months. Oh yeah. I just, I just wonder in my head, like, who has that much time in life? Because if the sex isn't good, like, you know what it was too. Yeah. She, it, we had built it up as like this taking the virginity thing, and then I got really in my head, like a pitcher at the mound, mm, and then yeah. it just became this. All of a sudden, taking the virginity was more important than like the passion and being intimate and like all these things. So it just becomes this thing to achieve instead of like the journey to go on together. And yeah, I find yeah. when you're with the right person, that stuff doesn't tend to matter. Then you'll yeah. be fine. So like your virginity is going to go away anyway. It's go the so way like, you want. Whatever. Yeah. But I do. I it does because I had a friend who was like, oh, but we're religious now. We have hooked up, but we're going to wait till we're married to have sex. I was like, well, this marriage isn't well, going to work. That's going to be fun. <laughs> I, I know, did it. I know some Christian couples who <laughs> they wait till they tie the knot, and then that's and to me, I'm always like, that's a that's a risky gamble you're doing. That's a really, more power to you. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. I could never do it, but that's a yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of chemistry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we want to uh, thank you for listening to us today. This has been uh, episode 11 of Horribly Hollywood Single. Uh, Lorraine, you want to tell us where we can catch you, your handles, everything like that? Sure. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram on Lorraine Lopez Comedy. 
And um, my podcast is called Lorraine Lopez Loves, and you can find it on every podcast platform, YouTube, iHeartRadio. Love um, it. Yeah, and also, I just want to plug really fast, Betsy and I have a show where that we're producing. Stop it. February 19th, it's Antonio's in West Hollywood. You can find it on both of our social media platforms, but we're producing our first comedy show, and we're very excited. We have a, a really amazing lineup. That's we have fantastic. really big comics. Yeah, and the yeah. food is so good there. Margaritas Ooh. are great. It's a family-owned restaurant. The people there, Antonio's is like 90 years years old. He's there every day. Yeah. yeah. It's magical. It's really cute. Yeah. It's really fun. We want to build like a neighborhood comedy thing. Yeah. Oh, that's no. great. And yeah. the 19th, what day is that? Is that uh, a... February 19th Wednesday. is a Wednesday. Wednesday. Hump day. Got it. Hump day. Mm-hmm. What better way to get through the week? And then Betsy, for you, mm-hmm. where can we find you, lovely? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at Blingin' Betsy Comedy on Facebook, Betsy Cox, and uh, all over the streets of Hollywood. There we go. <laughs> She means it. Uh, my name is Adam Carr. Thank you guys so much for uh, stopping by today, checking it out. Uh, you can find us at Horribly Hollywood Single on Instagram, YouTube. Uh, be sure to rate us on podcast. Check us out. Just want to leave you with a little quote here for today. Uh, dating is like getting your teeth cleaned after a five-year hiatus from the dentist. <laughs> dating in L.A., you're still getting your teeth cleaned, and you're having your private parts waxed at the same time. <laughs> this is Adam Carr reminding you to stay horrible, stay single. Hey, we don't judge, and I love you, Jeff Graham. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.